Welcome to Realty Caffeine, the podcast. I'm Jerry Robertson, and on these podcasts, I want to play the part of a mentor or a coach in your real estate business. When I started out, my team leader said I had to make cold calls or I'd fail. I believed it was possible and potentially even better if you built your business on relationships, so I sought out ways to do just that. This podcast is here to teach you what I learned and to help you succeed with your real estate business without cold calling, door knocking, or buying leads. This episode is a recording I made with Bob Hartwell. We're at Keller Williams together, and I wanted to capture something from a lifer. What can you learn from a lifer? Bob has been in business longer than I have, and that, my friend, is a long time. He's at Keller Williams and is unrecruitable, just like me. I wanted him to tell his story. Without further delay, here's my conversation with Bob. Recording as soon as I tell you. Okay. Uh, okay. Are you okay with us recording this? I am absolutely fine with it. Okay. That's all I needed, just to make sure we're all in the, on the up and up. Yep. Um, but we are we are recording, and and I'm okay. you know I don't okay. intend to edit this. You know I really don't. Okay. I think okay. it's I want it to be. I want it to be a, a live interview and and talk about you know Keller Williams and and why you're here. But I'm going to ask some questions, and I kind of previewed some of them to you earlier and. Right. Um, I just want to have a conversation and I don't want this to take forever, but you know, 30 minutes or less is kind of a good target probably. No problem. Um, But how long have you been licensed? I know it's longer than me. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny because when I, the more I talk to people, the more I realize it's longer than most people out there. Um, I look at license numbers, which you know is kind of an indicator of how long you've had your license. And there are very few that are, lower than mine um, right. but i i originally got licensed in 1988 um and then i got my broker's license in 1992. so original license was 88 92 was my broker's license and um you know i've seen a whole lot of changes in the industry that leads me to the second question how many brokers have you been with how many brokerages have you been with uh let's see i started with ackerman realty which is the same company that owns Ackerman Security Systems. Um, and that that company, I started in 88, and in by, I think, 92, they had been purchased. Um, but I, I was only there a year and a half. I went from Ackerman to American Classic Realty, which is the broker for Bowen Homes, and that's when I was on-site. At the time, I went from Ackerman to on-site with with Miller Bowen Communities. Then I went from from American Classic in late 97, I went to Remax. So that's three. And then from Remax, I went back to Bowen as the broker. So I was, at that point, we had changed it from American Classic Realty to Miller Bowen Realty Group. So that's the fourth one. And then from there, I went to and you know I, I in this business when you've been around that long you know people with other brokerages all along the way so i, I have some pretty good insight into the management and brokerages of some of the largest firms in the country right right um so i met you in 2010 
Yes, you, that's you when came, I first. That's you, right. You that's came right. to Keller Williams in 2010. So that's right. What attracted right. you to Keller Williams? Why did you choose that one? Well, I actually kind of just alluded to that just a minute ago. When I when I left Miller Bone Realty, I left because of the market. I probably would still be there today if we hadn't had the the massive crash that we had in 2007 and 8. Um, obviously, in the building industry, they were even more affected by the the large crash than most other genres of the business. In resale, you could still kind of model through but i was in new construction and it was it was dead it was gone um so uh i had talked to a lot of different people i talked to what was it's berkshire hathaway today it was prudential i talked to cobalt banker i talked you know went and looked at remax and talked to a bunch of different people i really had already kind of decided keller williams was going to be the place but i didn't want to take that for granted and just jump without having done a little bit of homework um but to answer the question more directly, the reason that I'm with Keller Williams and the reason that I will for, forever be with Keller Williams, unless something dramatically changes, um, <laughs> is that what you just what you saw from me the very first time we met, I think I think that was the first time we'd ever met. Was I, I think it was at, too. We were at Family Reunion in New Orleans. Yep. yep. In 2010, I had been with the company maybe a month and a half, uh, maybe not even that long. And we had, you know, family reunion, for those who don't know what that is, is a large training event that goes for days where you can choose classes, go to the classes you want to really focus on and get some really, really good expert instruction in that particular uh, class or discipline. And after we had been in class all day, um, I was invited with the group and I knew a few people. Um, I didn't know everybody. I, in fact, I knew fewer people than I, than I do now. Of course, I think I knew four, probably four or five people that were there. And we sat at this big table and it was a big, long table. I think there were like 18 or 19 of us, something like that. There were a whole yeah. bunch of people there. Yep. And, um, one of the people, and I don't know who it was, stood up and said, Hey, I got a great idea. While we're getting dinner, let's share some ideas, share some big ahas that we had from the classes today. And my my first reaction to that was, I thought, wow, that's kind of different. Having been in the business, that was a totally different concept. And then I sat. I was the last one to go because you were on that side of the table. I think you might have been first. And it went all the way up the table, down this side, and then back to me. And I heard many, many, many ideas. Some, some piggyback on each other, and some were just brand new, fresh ideas. And it got to me, and I just looked up the table and I said, "My big aha is this: this whole sharing thing, this whole helping each other out, this whole support of each other, this whole teaching each other. That doesn't happen in real estate. Real estate is one of those." I don't want to, it's not cutthroat. I will say that I'll use a gentler term and that is it's, this is mine and I'm not going to let you have it kind of business because right. we're all, we're all for all intents and purposes in competition with each other. Yeah, but what was, hard. yeah. And what was fascinating to me is that everyone at that table was willing to share detailed information about ideas that would better 
the rest of the group. And it blew me away. It absolutely blew me away. So I felt like I had made a phenomenally good decision. Um, I knew that Keller Williams is a great training company. That was an attraction. I knew some of the people. Of course, that was an attraction. I knew the leadership at our particular office and in our group was fantastic because I'd, I'd known the leaders of our company for 20 plus years. Right. Um, and I drive a long way to get to this office. So yeah. there had to be an attraction for yeah. me. And so having said all of that, I knew that Keller Williams was a great place to be, but then I had that experience and it just blew me away. See, you're, you're one of the people that had lots of experience with other brokerages. I started in real estate huh. in 2003 and right. I joined Keller Williams. Right. And I've never been anywhere else. This is, this is normal to me. Right. You well, know, it's, I can you, assure you, it is not a normal experience in the real estate industry. In fact, I was on a call last night where a couple of people said, one of the guys said, um, uh, one of the guys said, if you are with Keller Williams from the very beginning of your career, it's like being born into a wealthy family because you don't know what you don't know. I thought that was a great analogy. It is. It is. Because I've heard your story told by lots of people, you know, that yeah. I, I can't believe it took me this long to get here. I, I couldn't right. believe that drinking the Kool-Aid was a real thing. Right. I've heard all kinds of phrases about how they didn't believe it was real. Right. That it, that it just couldn't be what we say it is. Right. But but it is. Yeah. It is it, exactly it really is. what I mean. And, and that's the whole point of this podcast is I want to capture right. Experienced, licensed people—people people who've been in business a long time—who made it to Keller Williams and said, "I'm never leaving," right? Or you know, unless well, something dramatic changes, or you know, whatever. But yeah, I mean, I I can't imagine an event that would uh, that would make me leave unless this sold the company. Uh, I don't know. I mean, they'd have to do something. Yeah crazy and, but, and you know there's always the rumor gary's gonna take us public and all that kind of stuff which, we're the last we're the last yeah. privately held company period i know and, and to it. be honest with you i don't know that that's even necessarily a bad thing it's one of those yeah. things that if if you want to compete in today's world you know there are the huge aggregators right now that are spending billions and billions of dollars and i think you know in a competitive world here's the thing the culture i believe in my heart will always stay the same and interestingly enough, I had a phone call today. I had called uh, an agent about a listing that she had. And in this market, the reason I called her is because it had been on the market for 14 days. And I thought, wow, that's unusual. So I called her because I have somebody that may want to take a look at the house. Well, we got into this really long conversation. It probably took 20 minutes and it was just a simple return phone call. And the conversation centered around the fact that she didn't really have a handle on what was happening in the market. And she was quite open about it. You know, she, she's like, you know, I'm with a smaller group. I don't know what's going on. What do you think? Well, yeah. I was happy to share with her partly because of my experience in the industry and partly because in large part, because Keller Williams keeps us informed and that we have exceptional training we have exposure to some of the best minds in the business 
And so I have a sense of what's happening now and what's happening in the near future and what the prognostication is yeah. for the business. Yeah. And she was absolutely just so grateful that I would share that information with her. And I said to her at one point, I said, this is what we do. You know, yeah. this, this really is part of the Keller Williams culture that yeah. we share and support each other. And I said, look, if you have questions in the meantime, let me know. Um, you know, she, she doesn't do a lot of business. I don't think she necessarily cares that she doesn't do a lot of business, but she did say she wanted to ramp it up. And right. I said, you know, if you have any questions, call me, I'll be happy to help you. I'll yep. answer your questions yep. and try to help you get pointed in the right direction. And, well, and I, I think for anybody who's growing a business, who wants to grow a business, who wants to have a successful, sustainable business, we're a good place right. for them. Absolutely. You know, you know we, I, we I, talked about um, commission splits and caps and all that kind of stuff. And I said, here's, here's the thing that most people don't really understand. There's a value to a company that has you on a commission split to the point that you cap. And once you cap, you're a hundred percent and that small amount of money you pay to the company is what you pay for all the value that you get. It, I said to me, it's a no brainer. It's an absolute yeah. no brainer because of the amount of education we have, the amount of access we have, the amount of information that we get from those in the know. Um, I mean, if you really want to be a professional in this business, I just don't see that there's a better company out there. Somebody would have to show me something pretty remarkable to think that there's a better company with better tools than we have. Yeah, I agree. I, just, I, I, I just yesterday I finally got to watch the 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 the, the general session with Gary Keller at yeah. MegaCamp. I hadn't yeah. watched. It. It's been on my screen. It's like, wow. Jerry, yeah. you paid for this. You need to watch it. <clears throat> yeah, it was good. <clears throat> and and I watched it. And it's like, it's just an amazing amount of data and perspective. And yeah. I hear, you know, I listen to Gary Keller. I listen to Brian Buffini. And and Brian Buffini brought Lawrence Yoon on. Yeah. And yeah, I just saw Homestar Homeward, Homeward yeah. brought Lawrence Yoon on. Yep. Yep. And yesterday in a webinar. And and to have the access to that information, but more importantly, to see that it actually meshes, that right. it that it that it's consistent. It it it's right. everybody's saying the same thing. And and I love I love the fact that we get access to that information. It's amazing. And, and I look at you know, family reunion to me was always the place I went to learn the things that I knew I needed to know. Right. Mega camp was the place I went to learn what I didn't know that I needed to know. Right. Yeah. Right. Good point. That's a good, that's a good way to say it. Um, yeah, and both are amazing training sessions. Yeah. You know? And look, it's, yeah. it's, this is the same in any industry. If you want to get better at what you do, educate yourself in that industry, you know, yeah. and, and we get this and I'll, and I'll just say this, cause you, you said something about the, the Keller Williams Kool-Aid. I'll be honest with you. I've been on and off the Gary Keller bandwagon a couple times just because of some things that he said or things that he did. But I can I can tell you this: I'm on the bandwagon, and uh, he is one of the brightest minds, probably the brightest mind I've ever seen in this industry. I think so. Um, he uses the expertise of people who know more than him, 
and he has a way of relating it to you so that you can completely understand it. And and here's the thing. The time that I was off the Gary Keller bandwagon, it was because Gary was aggravated. And then a year later, he came back and he said, hey, I was aggravated Gary then. Now I'm, you know, happy Gary. And I thought, okay, I kind of like what you're doing. I like how you yeah. did it. Um, I didn't understand it, which is why I got off the bandwagon. But, you know, it's, it's just a, a bunch of really bright, articulate people who teach us every day in the Keller Williams world about what's happening now and what's expected in the future. And if you want to be successful in any business, that's what you need. Yep. So you know, All right. you call me a lifer, call me whatever you want, drinking the Kool-Aid. I'm, I'm enjoying right. the we're, Keller Williams Kool-Aid. We're, we're going to call this podcast, you know, lessons from a lifer. Okay, and and it's just going to uh, be a series, and and like I said, I'm going to interview some more folks, but like, right. and, and you're number one. Wow, um, you know, one that, one of the that things because I, I was convenient, or was I was I? Well, uh, you, <laughs> I've told I've told that story about Keller Williams over and over, and I thought, you know, uh, I really should get Bob to tell his own story. Yeah, yeah, because well, I mean, while my actually, words are the same, you know, I'm yeah. telling the same story. Yeah, it's it's coming from you, and and yeah. I wanted it from you as the first one. So, I've actually I, told I that story a lot of times too. Yeah, I, I want to model this after Mr. Buffini. He has a podcast, uh, and he asks cool. some questions, and I want to see if that works. And and yeah. I'm I'm going to ask you five questions real okay. quick, and okay. and we're just going to end in this podcast this way. And if there's anything sure. else you want to say, you're welcome to. But all right, the first I'll, question I'll be is succinct. What the first question is, what's the best piece of advice you've ever been given? In terms of real estate or in, in terms of care. just life? In, in, in terms of whatever. Okay. However, however you that comes to mind for you. The what what comes to mind immediately is probably a universal thing. And that is in speaking to a man who was an exceptionally successful businessman developer, entrepreneur. He was in his 90s when I talked to him about this. And the question was, if you could give one piece of advice to somebody for a successful life, what would it be? And it was three words. Tell the truth. <laughs> and I love that. Yeah. That's probably the best yeah. piece of advice you can have. That's awesome. Tell the truth. All right. Question number two. Yep. What talent or gift do you wish you possessed that you currently don't? I wish I understood technology better. I'm old school, man. I mean, you know, I have to hire technological help. I, I'm, I'm from the, from the archive when instead of the electronic listing system, we had books this thick with listings in it that we had to sure. search and make maps for. So yeah, I bought my first house out of one of those books. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I wish I was more true. technologically savvy. And and I, you know, I again, it's one of those things. I have that because I'm a recovering engineer. Right, right. You know, I wrote software for 25 years before wow. I got here. Yeah. And and well, I have to hire that, that help. So yeah. you know. Yeah, I, I I'm just grateful that I have that. So that's cool. Right. Absolutely. So question number three: What one book has been most influential in your business or your life? Um, gosh, a whole bunch of them come to mind, but, um, one of the ones I like the best and I've, I've seen it, I've seen it play out 
more often than not in my life and in other people's lives is um, the compound effect by Darren Hardy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we read that together as part of the ALC. If yeah, I, I think we did. And I, I, I have that book handy. It's, I probably have five copies of it, but here's the thing about it. It works in any area of your life. And the compound effect is all about doing the simple things a little at a time to where the aggregate effect is positive in your life. And it's, it's so true. It's, it's a phenomenal book. It's an easy read too. It's a really yeah, it easy is. read. It is. He's a good author because yep. he is easy yep. to read. Yeah. Yeah, All right, question number four. What movie do you find that you watch over and over? You're scrolling through the guide and it pops up on the screen and you put it on. What is it? Okay, a lot of people think this is really funny because I'm an action-adventure guy, but my favorite movie of all time, I will watch it every time I see it, is Forrest Gump. Oh, my goodness. Forrest I wanted to Gump. watch it again. Yeah. I, I, to me, it's a movie about simplicity the truth um obviously it's it's a drama it's a it's a fiction yeah. but it's really about a simple man and a simple life and integrity to me i mean it's just it's i i love it i just love it it's entertaining and it's uh, i think it's a good life lesson all right so the last question, and I, I've adjusted this one a little bit because we uh -oh. are talking about Keller Williams. Okay. And, All right. and I've said to build careers worth having, businesses worth owning, and lives worth living is the KW mission. Sure. I'll sum it up as the good life. Right. What's, what's the good life? What does that mean to you? Um. You know, I think a lot of people feel like this question or a question similar to this means that you got to change the world. And that's not what it means to me. What the good life is, and, and I've said this a number of different times, there, there's really two parts to it for me. One is for me to be able to retire financially secure, to live my life without stress and concern and to be able to take care of my loved ones and the people in my in my circle yeah. um and the other thing that i i have this written on a card it's i carry it in my car all the time the other thing to me is to live a good life is to affect others in a positive way so one of the things that i try to do every day and some people have said I'm good at this, and I frankly don't think I'm as good as I need to be at it. But one of the things I try to do every day is to help someone understand that they are valuable to the rest of the world, that they have value in the world, because there's a lot of people running around who question themselves, doubt themselves all the time. And it could be a stranger, or it could be someone that I know and love very much but to help someone understand they have value in the world each day. And I don't know that I do that every day, but I try. Okay. Anything else you want to add? Um, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Um, you know, one of the things that you and I talked about is um, what makes me unrecruitable. 
to another company. And I'll just say this, since we are talking about Keller Williams, unless somebody can show me a company that is as dynamic, as forward thinking, as intelligent about the business, and a company that will support me and to whom I want to support, um, unless somebody can show me that um, unequivocally, I'm unrecruitable. I mean, in fact, one of the calls I was on the other day is about, you know, gifting other people with the information about Keller Williams. And it's really true. It sounds really, really, as, as Gary says, airy fairy and, you know, um, kind of, uh, kind of pretentious maybe. But the truth of the matter is, is that um, there's value to being in this group and uh with this company and you know i i haven't seen anything else that comes close well that that's that's the purpose of this podcast and and i've got mm -hmm. i don't have a big following i mean no kidding i mean it's probably measured in in 20 people maybe have right. listened to my podcast right but i've had people reach out to me because of it and said i found you by searching podcasts and there's one guy right. I've talked to him a few times. I need to call him because I haven't talked to him in a little while. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's just one of those things. I can begin to disseminate this information to agents and people. Right. I'm going to do that. And, right. and I want to bring them into the fold and, and help them get successful and help them, you know, make this business be everything it can be for them. Yeah. Well, you John know? Maxwell says it. You you know John Maxwell, and you know a lot of sure. people. I've, I actually talked to somebody really? the other day, and they didn't know who he was, and I was kind of surprised. But you oh. know, he said, uh, "Yeah, somebody that needs to know him." Um, but it, it, he says that the more people you help, the better your life is. You know, you, yeah. the more people you help, the better your life is. I agree. It's not even that's not the intent. The intent is to help yeah. other people. Yeah. but it makes your life better. It's a satisfying thing. It's a, it's a giving thing. And, yep. you know, so it's, uh, you know, I can get real deep on this thing. I won't, but that's what I was doing this morning when this lady, you know, she called me back on a listing and I was just trying yeah. to help her out and she was very grateful. And, and that's, that's what we do. We come from a, a place of abundance. That's right. You know, you, you talked yeah. about, you know, we're in theory, we're competitors, Right. But we're not. You know, we yeah. take care of our own databases. That's right. I mean, well, that's Gary, true. Keller beat, Gary Keller beats this up a lot, but I don't yeah. think he, I don't think people hear him. No. You know, I don't think they hear him say, call your database. Yeah. But, but yeah. he means it. And if we each call our own databases, you don't know anybody in mine and I don't know anybody in yours. That's and true. There's that's enough true. business there for both of us at the same time in our that's separate right. databases. That's right. And, that's, and I that's, can help you all true. I want. I can that's help you all true. I want, and it doesn't hurt me in the least. That's right. You know, and it and it's um, it's kind of that way in our our office in particular is phenomenal. Yeah, I think that's true. That's you know, a, it's a very unusual place, and I'm just right. very glad to be a part of it. I, I talk about the 88 that made it, and I think it's 88. I think that was the number. That Isn't might that have wild? been the lowest we got. So yeah. That's you know, and now we're over three hundred again, or getting—I yeah. don't know—we over three hundred. We're very close. No, we're not quite there, but okay. we're very close, and it's um, it's uh, it's a good group, and it's you know, what 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 is it fascinates me, but it's also something I'm very happy about, 
is that even as we grow, our office maintains a culture of giving and sharing and, you know, support. Yep. And it's a, it's a really, really unusual thing. And, and it's, happened, industry, it's, very and it's happened through multiple team leaders and multiple That's right. ALCs. That's right. But I, ha I think it happens because of the 88 if that's yeah. the right number, yeah. there's enough of us around that we that's know right. what that was like. That's right. And we want to defend and protect that. And, and that's, so, you know. that's exactly right. I mean, I've, I've heard people a number of times and people that you don't even see that often who are staunch defenders of the culture, not only at Keller Williams, but in our office. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Bob, so. thank you. I, I appreciate you taking the time to do this sure. with me and, and being willing to be the guinea pig. Yeah. And, well, and we'll just, it's you not know, the we'll first see time. how this turns out. So, yeah, yeah I'm going to hang on a second. I'm going to end the recording here. Okay. And I appreciate you having me on. So that was the end of the recording with Bob. And I just wanted to close up and say, I'm grateful for him taking his time to do this. And I, I think, it's going to be a fun series of interviews as I add more people to the list. I've got invitations out right now. And we're just going to have more talks like this. If you'd like to be included in some way, give me a call. Reach out to me. Send me an email. Post a comment. I would love that. Um, you know, Just stay in touch, and, and we'll do the best we can to help you with you and your business and working by referral. I'm grateful for the chance to help you, and I hope you'll subscribe to the blog so I can stay in touch and you don't miss any episodes of this podcast. It's my hope that you're encouraged and focused on building a referral-based business without the need to cold call. Remember, the worst thing about cold calling is that it works, but so does a slot machine. Focus on building relationships. Focus on building a database and taking care of the folks that you add to it, and you'll have a great business and a good life. Thanks for listening. This is Jerry Robertson. Goodbye.